Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today bienvenidos it's uh the comedy and mushroom cult podcast i don't know why i keep forgetting the second half of our podcast name it was such a uh, reluctant intro you were like let's see let's hit record and see what happens and then you didn't even know what was going to happen. Nah, it was like, am I going to do the intro on this? Or am I just going to, you know, am I just going to talk? I uh, I did the open mic in Appleton last night. And I got like way too high beforehand. Like I made a trip to Illinois and like got a pre-roll. And I had like half of it left. And like my buddy Cody was there. And I was like, I am bringing a marijuana cigarette. Because I usually do edibles before. Like I'll do like a two milligram edible. Like, just enough to, like, take the edge off and be, like, a little bit loose. Because it's an open mic. And you're like, let's see if I can make something work. And then um, I it's was, like, like... That's just... That's terrifying. Doing any drug before going up is terrifying to me. I have so I much anxiety already that, like, any... It knocks the edge like, off. Like, and it's it's one of those things where, like, especially if I'm working on all new shit, like, I don't want to be in my head about it. Like, I just want to be like, well, fuck it. Let's go. Like, let's, let's see where yeah. these... That's the one thing I miss about not or like I miss about drinking is like being like a little buzzed before you go on stage. Like going up on stage drunk is like never a good idea because you slur and you sound like ass. But like that perfect like it's like when you're playing beer pong and you have like that first beer and a half and things start connecting in your brain and like you start hitting cups and stuff. It's the same thing where you have like that first beer, maybe a shot like right before you hit the stage. And by the time you're up there, you feel loose. Like that's that's almost what it, like last night I got rip roaring high and I like listened to the listened to the fucking <laughs> recording today and it sounded like if if I didn't know I was that high I wouldn't have known that I was that high but like my last joke like made no sense at all but like I was you could tell I was loving it because like it made sense to me and it was just like I was like Rush Limbaugh died. But do you know what? Like, let's like we can all be okay with Rush Limbaugh dying. And then I was like, do you know who I don't hate is Don? Like, it was just like no like non sequitur. Like, like, just like <laughs> like there was no point to it. And I was like, well, that's how you can tell. I like didn't even it like I started seeing Rush Limbaugh dying jokes before I realized that he died. And then I saw the jokes and I was like, huh, I wonder if something happened to him. And it like that's how slow my brain's been this week. Where I was seeing jokes about him dying, and I was like, huh, we'll look it up later. And then, well, yeah, that's my died. favorite is like since you don't have Twitter, um, you need to get Twitter because I, I love watching. Well, but I love watching things happen on Twitter because they happen instantly and like yeah. catch fire. And then like it'll be an hour later, and you'll look on Facebook, and then like people will be doing Twitter jokes on Facebook, and you'll be like, "Come on, guys! Like you're living in the past right now." Yeah, that's why I don't. I don't make those. I don't do topical ointment or jokes. I don't do either. Not even like lotion. That's a topical ointment. Oh, it is. Yeah, I gotta put lotion on my face. Otherwise, the cold winter winds crack my face. Uh, this week's sponsor is Working Hands. Working Hands lotion for men who work in offices but want to steal valor for hardworking men. Working Hands. Is that a real product? Yeah, it's called. It's it's like O'Keefe's Working Hands, <laughs> and like 
I will. It's it's made for like severely cracked hands, but for whatever reason, like this winter's been real bad, and like my hands are almost falling off, and I have like these like permanent spots on the top of my wrist, and I like can't get rid of them, so I'll do like working hands, and I like sit oh, in geez. an office and just wash my hands too much, and that's why I have dry hands. It's not because I'm out in like the the wilderness. Working hands. Do your hands not work? Now they can. <laughs> It's going to have one of those like asterisks with a disclaimer that's like terms and conditions may apply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, I don't know. Other Like Rush Limbaugh died. I mean, we're kind of in radio. So, I mean, we like shouts to him for like, was he like the talk one... radio wouldn't be that big without was, him. Was he the, yeah, but he was the one, did, was that him that had like a segment? It was, I don't know what I'm asking. The one where he would like read off the names of gay people that died of AIDS and put like fun music behind it like it was a good thing. That oh yeah, him, he right? is not a nice person at yeah, all. Like, he's, he's a, a terrible trash. person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like we're nobody uh, nobody at all would say that he's a good person except for like Republicans who like want his listeners to like suck their dicks and stuff. But I mean, the, we wouldn't yeah. have podcasting if it wasn't for talk radio and talk radio wouldn't be as popular without Rush Limbaugh. And that's uh I mean, he's kind of an innovator in it. Um, but like most people in entertainment, trash human. Garbage. Just, just the worst. Who pitched that segment and who was like, this is a good idea? I wonder if it was Probably all Rich him. Probably Limbaugh and he was like, hey, let's fucking roll. God. Oh, we should, we should, do a, we, should, we should do a segment today where we play fun music and read off all the names of people that died of being Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Not so close to Bill Squire's birthday. This is a good happy week. All right. It's a good week, yes. Can we talk about how Bill Squire's birthday is on To be honest, this is not these are these are both good things. That Rush Limbaugh died and Bill Squire's birthday. Yeah. He's aging gracefully, but and uh, Rush Limbaugh's not. I mean, aging gracefully. Yeah, he he does look better than he has. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, I look like a potato compared to when I was in high school. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't think he's. You didn't have to agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) If there was a lineup between you and Bill Squire, you're definitely the or you're definitely the least fuckable out of the two of you. Yeah, and he knows it, and he'll rub it in my face every time I see him. <laughs> hey, Joe, I can slam so much more puss than you. <laughs> it's like, hi, Bill. Nice to see you too. And then, and then, and then I'll be like, I'll be like, all right, Bill, and he'll be like, you want me to prove it right now? And I'll be like, no, Bill. And he'll be like, let's prove it. And I'll be like, you don't have to. And he'll be like, that's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> my favorite Bill Squire story is I was going to do the comedy cabin or whatever they call it uh, now at uh, whatever that place is and I just roll in and I was wearing Crocs because I like to wear Crocs they're comfortable With socks yeah usually somebody, somebody in high school told me you can't wear clothes that rhyme and it like stuck with me I don't know if that's a real rule or not well, Ariana but... Grande wears Crocs with socks and if she can do it then I can do it so that's kind of how I live my life um but I like rolled up and it was around uh Halloween time and he's like hey I'm being fat Thor uh tomorrow can i have your crocs and i was like well i mean i need shoes <laughs> like you can't just like <laughs> like it was your only pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah it's like i wore these here and i don't like live around the corner and he's like i mean i'll give them back next time i see you it's like i don't think you understand 
the problem here is that like i like yes i trust that you will give me back my shoes i'm i'm, I'm not worried about lending my shoes to cleveland radio's star boy bill squire if anything he'll buy me a new pair of crocs that's fine but the problem is is i it's it was october so it's basically winter time in cleveland and he wanted me to leave this bar with no shoes on you don't keep backup like, shoes in your car no it's just me yeah <laughs> i used to I, you're not wrong i used to um but i wasn't expecting to have to like give up my sh and it was lakewood it wasn't cleveland proper it was lakewood so then you have to walk a mile and a half to my car with no shoes on just socks like i'm a homeless person yeah but it's and, lakewood the streets clean no lakewood sucks okay that's where i live i know you live in a trash city Okay, I came from Parma. You really want to? <laughs> yeah, I would rather I would rather go to Parma. Lakewood's the worst city around Cleveland. It's like if Ohio City had no culture. That's what Lakewood is. So we're gonna have a nice positive podcast, and, and then you just come in with these <laughs> this negative energy, these slurs on Lakewood. I just don't like Lakewood. Um, We've instead got of tons of stuff. We've got bars. You know, Oh, we've got a bar. Uh, the lake's there. The beach is there. That's clean sometimes. Like 90% of the comedy shows in Cleveland or open mics are in Lakewood. Yeah, because there's a thousand bars on that street. There's They need to, the That's next culture. time somebody tries to open up a bar, quit opening up a bar. Make a parking garage. Like, that's what you need there. You don't need another fucking gastro yeah. pub. I don't need another, like, Brico already killed. Also, They're doing great on just, burritos. Just say bar just, and grill. Yeah, bar and grill, oh, and any he, sort of gastro pub, any sort of new taco says, place. No, when someone says gastro pub, my first thought is just like, oh, so you think you're better than me, huh? That's like that's Lakewood. Exactly, no, Lakewood is just hipster Cleveland, where like, like you can't even go to like Taco Tano's. It's one of my favorite restaurants. It's great because it's in Kent, and you go to Taco Tano's in Lakewood, mm -hmm. and they're like, here's your burrito. We're kind of only sort of hip, so I'll give you utensils to eat your burrito with in a real plate. It's like, get out of here, guys. You're just, you're poor people Cleveland. That's all it is. They want to feel better about themselves. It's skinny jean Cleveland with no parking. You know who lives in Lakewood with me? Who? Bill Squire, and you just ruined his birthday. No, he lives in like the <laughs> nice. He he lives in a different part of Lakewood. He lives That's in those Lakewood, nice though. apartments. No, that does that barely counts. I that know what apartments count. he lives in. Yeah, they're nice, but they're in Lakewood. Yeah, but you can see the lake. How close to the lake are you? Oh, I can feel the waves when they really hit. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the breeze coming off the Erie. <laughs> Just saying shit like ah, there she blows. <laughs> I, hope I, I, never I just think they again. need more parking if if lakewood had parking then it's a great city i just hate how like there's no parking there, it is and nobody talks great. about it and it makes me very angry <clears throat> and everybody's like lakewood rules because there's a thousand bars and there's open mics across the street it's like yeah but how the fuck like some of us don't live there like let's yeah. find a place to park it's pretty bad it's a. Uh... It's nice when I can walk everywhere or Uber for like two dollars. But mm -hmm. other than my, that's not realistic, like six or seven, but still, it's pretty bad for parking. Like before I moved here, when you're trying to get open mics and stuff, it was a huge pain. Yeah, and it's like if um, if I didn't uh, meet my girlfriend, I would have moved up. It was like Lakewood is right the next it. move. 
that <laughs> Lakewood was <laughs> it was like hey I'm either gonna move to Lakewood and like just be stuck in Lakewood doing the same seven open mics for the rest of my life or I guess I'll uh I guess I'll find a love and then like try to get a career out of this so I guess this was uh I the better of the two things god you, when you talk, it's like it's like ah, oh, what have you been doing? You're just like ah, oh, I fell in love. It's great. That Whatever. was five years ago. It's not great now. Like <laughs> it's, it's during COVID. It is. If you make it through COVID, you can make it through anything. Dude, move how many people three like, states away and move into a one bedroom apartment, and then tell me how great it is. It's been fine. Like it's not like the end of the world. But like at just at that point, you just get sick of like if I was stuck in a room by myself for that long, I'd hate myself. I kind of used to but that's in a one-bedroom yeah. apartment by myself <laughs> all COVID. <laughs> the the joe's sad podcast <laughs> <laughs> again today's episode is sponsored by working hands uh if your hands are you know too soft this isn't gonna help <laughs> <laughs> working hands if, you, if you've been stuck inside because of a pandemic by yourself it's not the worst thing to have around <laughs> For your skin. (laughs) (laughs) Tears drying out your skin? Working hands. (laughs) Working hands. Now for your face. (laughs) I feel like you couldn't get away with a working face. Like, that's just... (laughs) You a hardworking man with working hands? Now working face. (laughs) Hey, is your face get fucked up from the outside, too? Uh, Yeah, you got a working face. That's like that's like a TV commercial too, or like it'd be somebody with like an obscenely like lower class accent where they'd be like, "Hey Tommy, my face is getting all dried out." And he'd be like, "You need working hands for your face or whatever the fuck the product is." Don't put, <laughs> don't put that fancy lotion on your face. That's for guys who like other guys. Get working face. <laughs> and here, crack a Bud Light. <laughs> don't use Gillette. Get some work in face and then rub your face on the sidewalk. That's how we shave now because we're men. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I want someone that's like so hyper masculine that they start putting ingredients in the lotion that don't shouldn't be there. Like, like work in face now with rock salt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, things that would make it worse. <laughs> it's got it's got the grit, it exfoliates, but we don't use we don't use the word exfoliate. Is your lotion too soft, you bitch? Get a working face. <laughs> you look too pretty. Get some working face. And it's just like, but it's like, um, like when people come out of coal mines and they have like, like, like the perfect like black dust on their face. <laughs> Did you know what I just thought of that makes me so happy? Hmm. Is that like on Monday or maybe maybe even tomorrow, somebody's gonna walk into an office at Working Hands. And they're going to be like, boss. And he's going to be like, what? And he's going to go, the guys from Great Clips are at it again. And they're striking <laughs> gold. Yo, did you see that? Did you see the Great Clips clip? Yeah, that was pretty great. They had some pretty good lines. Imagine if, like, they were they really needed a sponsor. All right, great. But now they work in, in R&D. Uh, we've, got a new, we've got a new product. So whatever that insurance company uh, that you worked with that's from Wisconsin, let them know that they're missing out on, like, pure gold. Pure working hands for the working mans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
when did that i want to know when that happened at like what point in history somebody was like smelling good and feeling comfortable that's for women (laughs) and we don't like it and it's like well you know there's nothing better than like a soft towel and like smelling good well i'm pretty you know what's insane is like you know uh like vaseline was invented because workers that worked in like I think it was I think it was around oil machinery the the grease produced from the machines they would like put that on their cuts and stuff on their hands and it would help them heal mm-hmm. and somebody that was like visiting noticed it and that's how we got Vaseline it's mm. from like the working man so really Vaseline working man's yeah we use Vaseline here I mean that's that's good for like your skin too hey can you take your cell phone off your desk so it stops vibrating and getting on this audio medium yeah, sorry. Some a stranger named Andrew texted me. Is it somebody trying to buy your house? It fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I get texts like I think it's so funny when you post those. I get them like somebody will be like, "Hey, Lawrence, are you selling?" And I'm like, "I've never been Lawrence. I've been to Columbus like a handful of times. I don't own a house there. I'm starting well, to think that I own property in Columbus, and somebody so it's stole vibrating. my identity to buy it. It's vibrating because he sent the same message." Uh, four fucking times in a row, so it must be from a computer. But he said, "I block the number, so like no, I no, will no. block the number, and then somebody will be like, they'll text me again from a different number and be like, hey, did you get my text from this number?' It's like I blocked you. Like, what are you doing? How many phones do you have?" He's messaged me at five eleven, five sixteen, five twenty two, five twenty three. If you heard my phone vibrating, it's not because I have friends. It's because Andrew wants to. Also, this is a new scratch that he texted me again, but he wants to buy my apartment. Not my, not my house that I don't own. He wants to buy my apartment, which I also don't own, technically. Can you call him? Should I? Yeah, call him. Let's, let's talk to him. See if he wants to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Did you put it on speaker? Yeah. Come on, Andrew. Come on, Andrew. I want this so bad. What terrible customer service. Like, what if this was the time that you wanted to sell it? It's not a real phone number, because of course it's not. Nah, that's a bummer. <laughs> that's, a fr- that's a spicy meatball. So you don't own that? Is it one of the apartments that uh, your papa owns? I think so. I don't know. Did they never specify? There's like a couple times I'll get texts for houses that like used to be in my family years ago, like my grandma's old house or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's weird. Like, and they can you can just go on. Man, like it's not weird that yeah you just go on like the the county's like the, what is it, Ask Jeeves or whatever the kids use. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Remember when you had to go to askjeeves.com and like instead of just like ask.com or whatever the fuck it is now? Oh, I missed when it actually had like the picture of the butler. It was nice. But that was before like, like that's when like Yahoo, you had to put in like the exact like right thing where Ask Jeeves was like Google before Google. Like you could yeah, just put Yahoo, in like. Yeah, if yeah. you tried to put I'm like a bird on Yahoo, but you didn't put I am like a bird, it would not bring it up. Yahoo used to be hyper specific. Nelly Furtado though. What a 180 Damn. change. 
What? I'm like a bird coming out. Like that song was a banger. Like all floaty and like yeah. I'm like a bird. And then she comes out with like promiscuous girl. Like two days later. Like what a wild change. Me and the rest of the Furtado heads weren't happy about it. I mean, we just want the best for her at the end of the day. Mr. Furtado She's happy, heads. we're happy. <laughs> the Furtado heads. The Furtadas. Or the, bir- the bird boys, if you will. Damn, dude, this guy Andrew wants this house, but not bad enough to answer a fucking phone. I wanted to do it. Yeah, uh, this is a new. Hold on, breaking news in, in from my apartment buildings um, at four ten p.m. So this was uh, sixteen minutes ago. So it might have been from yesterday, though. A caller reported a woman at an address in the twenty four hundred block of Springdale Road put in a work order for a door to be fixed in her apartment. When maintenance <laughs> arrived. The caller said the woman answered the door in only a bra and underwear and that today she walked outside in only a coat and flashed the maintenance man. The woman was advised and counseled on her behavior. The complaint did not uh, the complainant did not wish for a criminal complaint. The woman did not admit to having flashed herself to the complainant but stated that it would not happen again. That's on the police blotter. It's the so that's... funniest thing because it's like, hey, I didn't do it, but also it won't happen again. That's the best <laughs> argument. <laughs> it's like the greatest defense I've ever heard. Hey, look, I didn't rob this bank, but also I won't rob it ever again. I promise. Like, hey, what? if you think about it, I did. Like, I don't know who did it, but I will let them know not to do it again. All right. Yeah. Just every time you see somebody in the building, now you, you just have to be like, are you the maintenance guy lady but here like everything like i i don't feel bad saying like the block that i live on in the city because here's the thing the whole side of the street is 2400 and like even my like so my uh apartment building's address is 2417 but there are six 2417s six yeah like and like literally six different buildings that are 2417 and so you have to know, like, which one. How do you get mail? I mean, we have, like, so, like, one of the, like, there's 2417A, 2417B, 2417C, but, like, it's still insane. Oh, so you have, like, a letter as well? Yeah, a letter and a number. Oh, so, like, which, what's your social security number? Uh, 281. Dude. Remember, thing, so did, do you remember when you were a kid, like you're, anybody in your family telling you that you're going to need to like remember your social security number? And then you're like, how many numbers is it? And they're like nine. And you're like, that is far too many numbers more to remember. Most, at more once. than most phone numbers, maybe. At that time, they were only seven at yeah. that time. Yeah, and then, the area code. yeah, and you're like, well, how am I ever supposed to remember that? And now I can't forget my social security number. I want to know when I made that jump and why I know it off the top of my head. Yeah, that's when I know my mind's gone. Like once I keep don't remember that, and like my one ex girlfriend's phone number that I memorized for some reason, that's when I know things are gonna fall off the rails. Yeah, that's it. I remember my childhood phone number, um, and my dad's cell phone number because it's been the same forever. And I know mine because it used to be my mom's cell phone, but then I took it over when I was like in junior high or whatever. But like, remember when you only had like one cell phone in the house or like, cause yeah. I'm only, I'm a couple years older than you, but like not that much, but 
like my dad had the cell phone in the house. And oh, I think you're talking about like the landline. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we had a few of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it was the same phone number, but we had a few phones in the house. Mm-hmm. And then, like when like wireless phones came out, like what a what an invention. It was amazing. But do you remember when you had one landline and like any room that had outlet, you could just plug a phone into it? Yeah. It good. And so we like bought a, my brother and I bought a phone at a garage sale for our room. I was in like seventh grade, maybe sixth grade. And my dad like literally unplugged it because I was talking to too many chicks like after really? school. And he was trying to use the house phone and he'd just be like, get off the damn phone. <laughs> That's Isn't that wild that it's like, get off the phone. Like, yeah, like the only phone. In the and I house. remember my, my mom being like, "Maybe we should get a second line because our kid's a player." And my dad was like, "No." And uh, here we are. Yeah, I mean, and little recording. did they know that you were running improv skits by them. <laughs> like, Just running. Yeah, I was like, "Dad, I'm not trying to hook up with these girls. I'm running bits." <laughs> Speaking of bits, working hands. <laughs> <laughs> good for your bits too. It's good for your bits. <laughs> <laughs> that's a double entendre uh, hey there we go oh working bits for comedians <laughs> oh there we go oh my god are your do your jokes suck working bits <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are your jokes as bad as joe's last example for working bits <laughs> Working bits. <laughs> God, I can't wait till like six months from now when I'm doing my testimonial on working bits. <laughs> and we they Dude. show that clip and they're like, yeah, he needed it. <laughs> so it's, this is like this is the before and six yeah. months later it'll be the after. Like telling jokes in a club and I'm also shirtless and like ripped. That'd be like sick. Those, yeah. Do you want to like go? I don't want to get ripped. Like, you want to go on like a workout regimen and like just like get buff. So like you can be like super buff, and I'll be like super flexible because of all my yoga and stuff. And then like, <laughs> like a bad superhero do <laughs> often flex. <laughs> I don't know. I call it something stupid like flex seal or something like that. I don't know. Like. like I was gonna make another joke, but the only product I can think of is my pillow, and that's not the that's not a joke. I don't know. Yeah, what's up with that guy? Like, is, so he's just like a really big Trump guy. Yeah, I know. I, I found this out today. Actually, I was pretty impressed. One of the, David, the, he was like the Parkland shooter survivor. One of those kids. David, uh, David Hogue. David Hogue. He started Good Pillow, which is a competitor to my pillow, because that guy. Why? But why shit. does that impress you? Like, so he's just like, hey man, I see. Oh. It doesn't impress me. What impresses me is the length someone will go to to make a petty point. You can buy a pillow anywhere. You don't have to go to the, the my pillow guy. But this guy was like, you know what? He needs a competitor. Like he was the like, only. I'm gonna pillow. make a like, but like yeah. who? One who's buying my pillow? Like the the guy from my pillow was like, hey guys, uh, I think I know how I can drum up some. It's like when Kanye made like a Christian album. Like he was like, hey, do you know who hasn't bought my music ever? christians let's make a christian album my pillow is like hey do you know who like it's just like working face they're like can't have a comfortable pillow that's that's for guys who like other guys and then they're like 
Well, no, but this comfortable pillow hates guys who like Your other pillow guys. Is too like, soft. oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, ours is made exclusively out of rock soap. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, but like you could just see like him like every other pillow's too politically correct. <laughs> like, what are you Seriously. talking about? <laughs> it's. I just don't understand like why you own a company and you're like, you know what would go great with this pillow? A political statement. But it's almost like, like the news does it though. Like, why are we making the my pillow guy famous just because he's a shithead? Like, how many pillows has he sold because we want to be like, look at this fucking clown? And it's like, uh, yeah, look like at this clown person. who's way rich now. <laughs> oh, dude, anyone that gets rich selling pillows, that's the dream. We picked the wrong career. Did you just make a sleep pun on purpose? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I have been t- watching that wash over you. <laughs> well, it's because I've been taking working bits every day, and it's finally paying <laughs> off. I'm getting so good at comedy, I don't even realize it. It's <laughs> so dumb. It's fast acting. <laughs> fast acting, working bits. We just created it, and it's already made your act better. Right. <laughs> honestly it's so much better now that it's kind of depressing so do you want to talk about your appearance on another podcast that you didn't tell me that you were going to be on and it took you like 25 minutes to even bring this podcast up do you want to explain yourself oh, are we talking about uh the brown and petri dish brown i mean don't petri? say the name of their podcast because i mean you're gonna you are going to pimp their podcast earlier in our podcast and you pimped our podcast on their podcast just kidding, it was a different podcast. Haha, <laughs> fun. Working bit. And John Brown is way more so I even I bit the bullet. <laughs> you're like, and, don't say the name, and then you're like, John Brown. Because do you know what? There is nothing more important to me than beef between podcasts that nobody listens to except for the people on the podcast. All right. Uh they don't even they don't even know I sabotaged it from the inside. They're months from now, they're gonna be like, things aren't working. Sabotage. Oh, okay. That works. I, yeah. Telling all of y'all it's sabotage. It's telling all of y'all it's sabotage. Did this great. Was song. this was this a, a, a Joe Briggs story on Instagram tagged by sabotage on him doing time at hilarities? Oh, that was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did use that song for that, don't I? Mm-hmm. It was just the bass part though. They didn't say sabotage. It was just the part where it's quiet and it goes like boom. The part where like you're in your car and you're like, I'm a man when it like comes back in. Dude, that song's a perfect song. Like that, like that, yeah, that bass part where it comes back in and then they just like yell and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, when they like if there's that's one of those songs where if you're driving and that part of the song comes on, you have to like physically fight the urge to just punch it. Doesn't matter what kind of car you're driving. But like that's like one of those things where I'm like, we could go 90 right now and who's gonna stop us? Nobody. You can't yeah. stop us. You can't stop us. We're guys. Like when I drove back from the show last night, I would never say that I was still a little high um, because that's illegal and dangerous and nobody should ever drive like that ever. But like Jesus of Suburbia came on and I was like, we're going (laughs) to jam to the whole 45 minutes of however long this song is. And it was great. I was back in junior high again. I knew all the words. It was wild. It's so... 
that like it's that song and the other song that always does it for me is like when the levee breaks by led zeppelin i don't know me why too. that one i'm just like no matter what i'm doing i'm like we're at war oh yeah and i just like admit it yeah like you're getting you're getting helicoptered in to like wherever yeah. and you're like i'm about to fuck shit up like i don't even like yeah. war like that song i don't like war and i don't think i could be violent towards anybody at this point in my life just because one i'm not strong enough and i don't want to get beat up and two it just seems like a lot of work to like hurt somebody but like if you play that song while i'm like say i like wake up and I'm like, ah, and then like, it just like kicks in and like, I walk in and like brushing my teeth. And then I walk out of my house and somebody hands me a rifle. Like somebody's dying. Like, you're just like <laughs> somebody, it's like, someone's going down. Uh, I listen to it. I just, that I don't know. I don't listen to it a lot, but like when it comes on shuffle on Spotify, it's just overpowering. Led Zeppelin is one of those bands where they're like arguably the greatest rock band of all time. Like they did stuff that like nobody else could do. But if I sit and listen to like a whole Led Zeppelin album, I'm like, all right, guys, we get it. Yes. We, yeah. Stop showing off. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be Robert Plant moaning for 400 hours in a row. Like I don't need that. What I need is a whole lot of love. But what I could also deal with that whole lot of love is the whole lot of love, woo! Like every four yeah. seconds, that's too much. Like the first time, I was like, "Whoa, shit!" Did you hear the yeah. woo? Like now, it's like, "Oh, this is the whole song." It's a lot. I mean, it's weird. It's weird that nobody ever like compares these two. But I feel like Eddie Vedder is just a modern Robert Plant with a lower voice. Dude, come on. Not Pearl Jam fan. Not a Pearl. You're Jam not a fan. Pearl Jam. You don't like it when he's just like yeah. Dude, I mean, every once in a while it'll catch me. Like, I mean, I, I grew up in the 90s. Like, it, it happens, you know? Like, they were everywhere. Like, every, like um, what is it? Yellow Lead Better. Great song. Yeah. Like, Great when time. that kicks on at the end of... um, You ever seen 50-50? Dude, that movie's heavy. Dude, but, like, at the end, when it just, like, drops into that Pearl Jam song, you're like, that's the perfect song for this moment. Like, Pearl Jam's got that perfect song for the moment thing but again do you know what you're right they are like led zeppelin where if i sit there and i listen to them long enough i was like i don't want to listen to them yeah and they're like there's just parts that are like they're good but there's parts that are just so over the top that when you hear it enough you're like we get it yeah we get it i'm kind of over you know who i've been super into lately and that i think is the perfect band of all time have we talked about this recently uh-uh arctic monkeys Oh, well, no, I mean, they're great. I love Arctic Monkeys, yeah, okay, but okay, I'm, okay. I'm off of it. Like, I've been Hootie and the Blowfish. Dude, get the fuck out of here. Dude, you want a sad song? Even the No Fish, boom, roasted comedy, working bits. <laughs> you, want a, you want a sad song? Hootie and the Blowfish. You want a fun, goofy song? Hootie and the Blowfish. You want a song that kind of rips? Hootie and the Blowfish. They rule you want a country song you got hootie like it's so like they rule they're so good if i if it was the 90s again and i was this age i would go buy a flannel shirt and learn how to hacky sack and get a dad hat and i would be there all the time i like hootie but calling them the greatest band in the world oh i've had some great for every situation like, if you go somewhere, like, you make a new friend, and you're like, hey, do you know what, man? We're just going to be, like, chilling. 
what are you like? What do you like to listen to? And they'd be like, oh, I don't know, like Kendrick Lamar or something like that. You throw Hootie and the Blowfish on, they're like, all right, this is good too. Like nobody's ever yeah, mad nobody's Hootie and the Blowfish. Comes nobody up. dislikes Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. But the greatest? Yeah. Time? Oh, yeah. They literally have like four songs. What are, it's like the. Oh, I'm fucking four songs. All right, dude. All right. Let's... And then the other guy was like, I'm going to go re record Wagon Wheel. Because I did song. country. Great song, but the original is. All right. Are you ready for this? Only want to be with you. Certified banger. Good Let song. her cry. Can't like, oh, like the live version. Listen to it and don't almost cry. Hold my hand. Great song. Pretty good song, yeah. I Go Blind. Another great song. Time. That's another great song. Is that the one that's like time after time? No, that's not. <laughs> um, after that, yeah, it definitely falls off a little bit. <laughs> oh, my bad. So there's five songs. <laughs> hey, hey, what can I do? That's Led Zeppelin. That's of? literally Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a lot of. It's just like you know who else has. But if you walk into any, but if you walk into any, like you walk into somebody's house and like they're listening to any of those songs, you're like, "Hootie, respect." Like you can't do that Uh, with any other band. Dude, I I feel like any other band. Let me let me. We'll come back to that. Let me think. There's there's got to be. If you walk into a house and somebody's playing "Come on Eileen." I'm in. You might have you might have me there. But yeah. like if you walk in on that halfway through and they're just like sitting in a chair like doing something and you're like, hey guy, why aren't you dancing? Like then you don't trust that person. Because that's, that's a true. that's a boogie song. Like you can't not dance to that song. That used to be me, actually. There was like a girl that I used to date and that was like our song. So then for like two, two years after we broke up, that song would come in at parties and everybody would start dancing. And I knew you couldn't be the guy not dancing, so then I would dance too. But it'd be like a sad, miserable dance. <laughs> and everyone else is like, yeah, come on, Eileen. And I'm like, yeah, man. That's basically a Mike Birbiglia bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it literally, yeah. Does he have one like that? I don't know. But um, like, that just means, like, I can see you in like an oversized button down shirt, like Mike Birbiglia. <laughs> and like, come on, Eileen comes on, and everybody's so excited. You're like, but I was sad. No, he, <laughs> like, if he did it, yeah, it'd be like he'd be like, "Come on, Eileen comes on the jukebox," and everybody goes, "Yeah," and then I go, "No." <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, in before it'll be like, like the whole, the whole special will be about him dating this chick and how "Come on, Eileen" was their <laughs> song, and then he's at the bar afterwards. So "Come on, Eileen" comes on, and they're all like, "Yeah." And then, like the crowd starts laughing, he's like, "I, I'm from the past too." <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, how good is Mike Birbiglia though? Like, he is one of my, like, my girlfriend's boyfriend is one of it's my favorite spe- comedy specials. It's of all time. That is honestly like one of the specials that, like, I feel like that's a name that people don't like really respect too much in comedy anymore. Like, if you say it to other people, they're like, "Really." But that special was like untouchable, and the one before and the one after it were great. The newest one was a little wonky. The one about his kid, I liked the one about his kid. I didn't watch yeah. Sleepwalk with Me or whatever that one. That was. one's great. Yeah. Um, and then the one before it was really good. I don't know what the one after it was. Thank God for jokes. Oh, uh, I never see that one. I don't. Yeah, think. that one was pretty good. 
I need to watch that one. Mike Birbiglia is solid. Yeah, he either peaked at like that or my girlfriend's boy. Well, I don't know if anybody ever peaks, but those two are like my favorites. I think that's like the most like re like I will watch my girlfriend's boyfriend back to back. Like yeah. there's it's one of those ones where it's got so many and that's kind of like the style that I love in comedy because yeah. you know how hard it is to do that. Like you have to be so bought in on like the little subtle jokes that you hope somebody gets. And then even if they don't, like, then you have to, like, hit that punchline at the end. And, like, it's just so much buildup for that little punchline at the end. And you have to be okay with, like, silence for so long. Well, yeah. And so, like, when I start, like, I try to do, like, all my bits are longer. I don't have, like, a good opening bit because I don't have any short jokes. I just tell stories. So mm-hmm. when I started doing comedy, I would literally listen. And to... do crowd work. Yeah. I would do crowd work, but I would I would listen to that <laughs> The, my girlfriend's boyfriend and I would listen to John Mulaney's The Top Part and I would write out like a bit that I liked and then mark mm. down where the laughs were so I could try and follow the formula when I was writing my bit to see that's not I the could... worst way to do it it I was mean, a pain oh yeah it would library for having me <laughs> <laughs> but like the um the other the other special that I can watch and I haven't watched in a while is Three Mics by Neil Brennan oh dude that one's really I just watched that like a month ago it's great it's so like I yeah. there. I'll like go through like periods of where I'll like just hammer through watching something a thousand times and just going from like the one liners to standard stand up to like the one man show thing in the middle. Yeah. Like you hit all the formats and it's all like usually you're like, all right, bro, like so you couldn't write 60 minutes of one liners and you couldn't write 60 minutes of stand up no, and you couldn't do but like he weaves he saw it in. Led Zeppelin do it. He saw Led Zeppelin do it and he's like, I want to do everything. Some would say he's the hootie and the blowfish of comedy in that special. Because you've got you've got poppy bullshit, you've got serious stuff, and then you've got right in the middle, hootie and the blowfish. If you come in and you watch any part of that, like you can clip any part of that and you're like, oh, this is perfect. This is a very good special. I mean that's just always impressive to me because I don't think I could do that. I don't think that I could do like three mics. I don't think I could write enough good one liners. <clears throat> no, one liners are hard. I think I could do the one-man show and a normal stand-up, but the one-liners, dude, I've never... But I don't have any, like, interest in writing those, really, either. But, dude, those are hard. It's very tough. Like, I hang out with Joe and Brett, and, like, those guys just crank them out on a regular basis, and I'm like, I don't I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Like, and yeah. it's, like, it's... We were watching uh, yesterday, like, at Skyline before they, like, do, like, the show. Like, instead of, like, having the host, like, announce who's coming up, they have, like, a little sizzle reel of like the upcoming comics coming like that they play before like the show starts um so like this one guy like did this whole long setup for like this like twitter punchline and i was like oh this dude took a twitter like he took a one-liner and made a bid out of it like that joke would have been so much better as just a one-liner but you can tell he had to fill time like that's what has exactly happened there that sucks if you want to fill time just watch a movie and do a synopsis that's what i do yeah, what's up with that? You did 20 minutes on Herbie? No, I didn't do it. It was like I did uh, probably, it was like a 20-minute set, and like 10 of it was legitimately about that movie. And then it was like six minutes of other jokes and like four minutes of crowd work. But it was like, I did do Grindstone one time, and it was like an absurd amount of just, it was like when I first wrote the bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I won't have this much time to try it out again. So I was like, I'm going to do every thing i can do on the bit and see what works and it was great it was like a great first run i'm not saying the joke was like being able to do that was a great opportunity but 
Yeah, and I almost feel like I hate when it goes that well the first time, though. Like that's that to me. I've talked about it somewhere a million times, but like we've talked about it, yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't because you can't like, like the, recapture the magic. You can't recap like it's perfect yeah. the first time. Like I'm like I forgot to re- like this. Uh, I did this story about um, this guy. It was like a real story, but like I like of course like judged it up a little bit um, and it was like this guy that I met and like, he showed me a picture of like his uh, grandmother who was a slave and all this stuff. Like it was crazy. And like, I told the story and like it, it's an eight minute long story. And the first time I told it was gangbusters. And like, it just hit so hard. And like, like, and it was like one of those ones where like people come up to you and they're like, that was amazing. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. Like that was the first time I told it. And every time I've told it since people are like, why, what the fuck? (laughs) You're like, I don't know if I just have just tried to like stand up it too much. Like, and of course I lost the recording, so I don't have it in how I told it originally. So you're like, well, fuck, like now it's just dead. Where if it's like good, but like there's room to work on it. You're like, all right, I can tweak this. And then you like get into that groove. But if it's I, perfect the first time, I can't do it. No, I had that's. I think we've talked. I had that same thing. I had that joke about like my mom finding a condom because like she left a trash bag on the patio. Yep, and, like, I remember the joke this is now. that they just like laid it on top of the bag. But I did it at East End for the first time and it murdered. And it took like six months to get it back to that level. And I had it's... the recording. I'd listen to it and be like, "What am I doing differently?" So sometimes maybe it's just like your the that, anticipation, or you like, or there's like sometimes energy, after it's new. Like, yes or that like i i'll have sometimes where it's like i'll bomb like three sets in a row and i'll be like i'm not even funny like i yeah, suck like this is the worst and then you like go up and you're like because like once you're like riding high for so long either you like get too loose or you're like or you like bomb that first time and you're like ooh, that's weird so then you're like trying too hard the second time and then you're like well fuck and then you're like no i need to get this perfect the third time and then like the fourth set in your in a row you're like do you know what fuck it i don't even care. You care like you just you like i suck at this. this is gonna be my last set ever i don't give a shit if i bomb and you go up there and you just kill because you're like whatever man there's no stakes i fucking suck and the fourth set is when i always the thing that helps me get through that is uh working bits working bits now for men now for men it doesn't it used to smell like lavender but we made it for men but now it smells like rock salt (laughs) it's always smells like tar (laughs) used in burnt cigarettes smells like gasoline (laughs) and cigarettes dude i have jason moliterno has a new joke about like yankee candles Jason Malterno is uh, one of my the, favorite comedians delightful. that everybody needs to know. Yeah, he's a delight. And he has like a newer, because I had like a similar premise where like how come candles don't have names of things that actually smell? I could never get it to work. And he has it and it's perfect. It's amazing. But I do he's have a candle. He's the best at that. He said, yeah, it, it blew my mind. But I literally have a candle called whisk, the flavors whiskey and tobacco. And it smells like, it smells like vanilla. That's what it is. It's like, yeah. it'll be like, you could like, but you're not going to buy a man is not going to go into a store. Well, I will, because like, I like things that smell good. Like well, I'm not going to, you're not going to go into a store or like, no. a, like if some chick comes over to your house and you have a vanilla scented candle, they're like, Oh, whatever. But if you have like a whiskey and tobacco, it's like, Oh, he likes candles, but he's still manly. Like, but it's like so weird. I got that as a gift. And someone someone bought it and thought Joe will like this, 
And I just, all I could think is, why do you want my apartment to smell like that of a 40-year-old divorcee? I think if it, like, because you know that smell that's in, like, um, like a cigar shop? Yeah. Like, you can tell cigars have been smoked in there, but it that doesn't must. smell, yeah. Where, but it's, like, a different, like, where it's not bad. It's got, like, that, like, it's in the, like, it's in yeah. the everywhere, but it's not bad. Like, you sit on like the sofa smell. and you feel it, like, puff out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's nice. There's nothing, so uh, I would never speak ill of any place associated with anywhere, but like there's a nice one up in Appleton I went to, and then I went to one uh, that was like owned by somebody like that's very close that I love very, very much, and you like walk into it, and it's like dirty, and you're just like, oh, like you can see like why some people might not like cigar bars because it was like you're kind of like taking me out of this whole experience yeah because i know that they can be nice and like smell decent and like be like classy and people are watching tvs and like there's not some random like homeless guy smoking a like a swisher sweet in the corner like it's not just some dude smoking cigarettes in there like there's like, actually <laughs> people just smoking cigars that's always weird to me when you see like a dude in a cigar shop and he's just ripping cigs and it's like you're playing a different sport, bud. And it's not even good cigarettes. Yeah, they're like, is it Paul Mall? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was that was one of my favorite things I used to do when I was still smoking cigarettes, is like, especially when I was selling cars. And if my birthday would like fall in the middle of the week, I would go to um bottles, 101 bottles in Kent that has like that patio, and like they would have like a craft beer like bar in there. So I'd get like a draft, like craft beer. And then they would sell, I forget what, oh, Dunhills. They would sell Dunhills, which is like a fancy British cigarette. It's like, it's like $18 a pack. Like it's ridiculous. Jesus, I don't like, but like they, I mean, they're cancer, right? Right. But they taste better. I mean, it was like, they were worth it, but I would like go buy a pack of Dunhills, sit with my notebook and just write all day and just smoke the whole pack on my birthday. And it would just be great. Like I, Every once in a while I miss it, but I also don't want to feel like dick anymore. Wow, these look like the fanciest cigarettes I've ever seen. Yeah. They even it's like a thicker pack. Yeah. Like it's like wide. Yeah, it's weird. And you can't carry them with you anywhere because then you look like a dickhead walking around with that pack of cigarettes. Like those don't fit in a pocket. So like you Yeah, this is like... wildly inconvenient. So, like, you're just like, well, I guess I'm here until I'm done with these. And then you always feel like a dick throwing away half a pack of them because that's, like, $10. That's an absurd amount of money to throw away. But it, it was, like, my birthday. So you're like, whatever, I'll treat yeah, you yourself. Yeah, yeah, well, if that's what you're going to throw away on your birthday, whatever. Well, it's the same thing. Like, that's why I like cigars. Like, I love going to smoke a cigar, but it costs, like, a decent one's at least eight, ten dollars Yeah. It's for like holidays. That's like Fourth of July is like the time. Is that that's the day I want a cigar, and that's pretty much it. That's a, I mean, we used to, during football season we would do cigar Sundays. Um, and that's just nice. like, dude, it's nice. It's like you go sit on the back porch, especially when it's summertime. You just sit back there, throw some, throw some hootie in the blows, right in your headphones, <laughs> smoke, smoke a cigar. Dude, that's not a good abbreviation. <laughs> Agent bees, you know, get some get some hoot and blow, and you just like. I can't wait till we get the disclaimer from the band that's like, regrettably, we would like to inform you that Hootie and the Blowfish is Blowfish is not associated with the Comedy and Mushroom podcast. That any mention of our name is purely trivial. We're gonna get that notice from Hootie and his blows. 
like when Tom Petty's like a state told uh, Trump they can't Trump. use <laughs> can't use that one song. What? Like also, we're gonna what get it from the blowfish. They're like, we're all very that? much alive. What? What song was Trump using? Because there's a couple like of his hits that'd be hilarious if he used them. Like a Amer- uh, like American Girl. Back down. Oh, fuck. I thought he was using Free Fallen. <laughs> but the best is Trump was so again back to the like we don't also, like guys wait. who like guys. He was using fucking Village People songs near the end of his campaign. Also, as far as like you've heard the song "I Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty. Yeah. As far as people who sound like they're going to not back down from something, that song doesn't make a compelling argument. It's yeah, not... he sounds very wavery. Yeah, he's like, I won't back down. I'll stand my ground. It's like a guy that's like, well, if I have to. Tom Petty might be the Mike Birbiglia of music. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> anytime I listen to him, I'll be, like, out. Like, I would hate it. Like, anytime Last Dance with Mary Jane would come on and somebody would be like, yo, we got to listen to this song. You're like, God, fuck this song. But, like, you're just, like, sitting at a bar or, like, you're talking somewhere or just, like, comes on in the distance. You're like, this song fucking rules. What song is it? And then you listen a little closer and you're like, ah, you got me again. Like, God damn it, Tom Petty. That's, like, one of those, like, this is dark, but that's one of those songs, too, that you hear it. And you're like, I don't want to listen to this right now. And somebody goes like, my mom loved this song and she died. And you're just like, well, we're going to listen to the whole thing twice. That's one of those songs. (laughs) Like, those Um, are one of those songs people have, like, weird emotional stories for. Yeah, like, same thing with, like, American Girl. Like, I, the only thing, the attachment I have to that song is that episode in Scrubs where Elliot destroys her apartment. Like, that's the only attachment I have to that song. And, like, that's a great scene of television. And that's just a brilliant song. Yeah. And then I'm also like, yeah, Tom Petty kind of rules. Tom Petty rips. R.I.P. R.I.P. Petty. Ooh. That would be like a good posthumous album title. Yeah. R.I.P. Petty not... by Hootie and the Blowfish. Perfect I mean, album. If we're going to talk posthumous albums, though, nothing's going to beat Black Star. But that's just a hot take. That's not even hot. I haven't listened to it, but I heard the story about it. Um, it's nuts. That's because... The... The they first wouldn't. line on that song is "Look up here, man, I'm in heaven." Like what? Because yeah. uh, uh, what's his nuts was on um, Tom Segura does like his Tom talks or whatever. Yeah, and he talks about how he had to. Have you listened to that podcast? No. Oh, it's brilliant. Like and, like Tom talks. Yeah. Um. How many podcasts does Tom Segura have? Goddamn, dude, he's not doing stand up right now. I mean, it's not. Well, he's got he's got two bears. He's got your mom's house. He's got. He's got like four podcasts, right? Uh, yeah, but like DJ Premier went and like had to find like the original, like the OG recordings of these songs to make it. And like certain people would say that they own this track. Like he chased down who actually owned the tracks. Like it took him like a couple years just to chase it down and do it legally. And then like, For what? To, like fight some other like um like some other guy you would see that like in um pro tools or guess you can yeah. like it'll show when something's been altered and he could, like he so they had to do like all this crazy like investigation on it like the story behind it's crazy like they should do a documentary on it on on blackstar yeah i didn't know there was like so like wait the bowie one? Oh, i thought you were talking about um what am i thinking of 
I was like, I had uh, no idea TJ Premier was involved with David Bowie. <laughs> what am I getting? What, what's stuck in my head? Uh, no, but David Bowie needs to calm down. You need to calm down. Gang star is what I was thinking. <laughs> I literally told you the story about how the song is like, look up here, man, I'm in heaven. You're like, that's sweet. And then you're, now that you know it's actually Bowie, you're like, he needs to calm down. <laughs> he needs to calm down a little bit. Oh, I'm dying from cancer. Like, all right, cool. We get it, dude. Like, he didn't even tell people. He was just like, I'm going to dawn now. And then he went. He didn't even, except he didn't even say that. Someone tell the 15 year olds I've always loved them. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we, we're okay burying uh, King of Radio, uh, Rush Limbaugh, but we're not okay bringing up David Bowie's improprieties. Rush Limbaugh was on the radio for three hours a day on more pills than they have in a Rite Aid. That's a, that is a legend. Dude. Yeah, but I don't like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody does. <laughs> like it's that's I said it on stage and like people started cheering. I was like, I don't want to like I honestly I don't want to dance on anybody's grave. Like it's never like somebody dying is just inherently sad. Like it is what it is. Like somebody is sad about him dying. I'm sure like the devil's mad or something that he has to deal with him yeah. now. But like I was like, yeah, like you don't want to dance on this grave, but like that's somebody do. that we can all just like agree is like the world's better without them. But we even can't. We can't even. There's still people that are like, he's a patriot. There's four people. Like it's not. It's not. And they're that... all at the Capitol still, and they're like, let us back in. Yeah, we're ma- and that's the thing. We like everybody wants to talk about like why is the media this? Why do like we need to cancel it? It's like you're making these people. Nobody knows who these people are. I mean, Rush Limbaugh is different, but like nobody would know like. The my pillow guy, like, why do I know who the fuck the my pillow guy is? He sold a pillow on like commercials twenty years ago, and now I know who he is. Like, get out of here. The one thing that's weird to me is, like, I do think conservatives have gone a little off the rails recently. But the one thing that's weird to me is, anytime like somebody's famous and they like, they're like, yeah, I support liberal policies, it's fine. But like, like, how many conservative celebrities are there, and they all get just roasted? It's like Clint Eastwood, and that's it. End of list. Uh, the one lady from um, Deborah Messing, uh, or no, not Deborah Messing. Who nah, was the lady the from? Um, uh, we'll talk no, about DMS. <laughs> she doesn't like Nina Turner. She like goes after Nina Turner, which is very weird. Really? Um, yeah, like all the time. Like her, like it's my favorite online Twitter. You need to get Twitter. It's my favorite yeah. Twitter beef because Deborah Messing goes episode. after Nina Turner all the time. It's insanity um who is uh the one from ray romano's show everybody loves raymond uh what was her name deborah ray that's romano. why i got it mixed up uh, who was the actress who played her oh uh deborah damn it we know deborah everybody knows deborah i think so. everybody loves raymond and everybody knows deborah <laughs> everybody knows deborah. famous republicans is trump Please. the first one um hold on Republicans who are famous. That's different. Twenty-seven um, celebrities who have said they're Republican by Oprah Magazine. Yep, I'm on the same one. Candace Cameron Bure. Don't know who that is. is. Oh, she Melissa was- Joan Hart. 
You're telling yeah. me Serena the Teenage Witch or Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Uh, Kelsey Grammer? She, she didn't vote for Trump, though. Kelsey, that's not a shock. Uh, you're telling me. No, Frazier. come on. Frazier? Yeah, for Christy Swanson. I don't know. The who guy who is. lives in a swanky, upscale Seattle apartment. You're Tim surprised Allen. he's a Republican. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is only famous because. Caitlyn Jenner stuff. James Woods hasn't been famous. Also, Tim Allen might be the most. I've heard that one before, yeah. Arnold, but he doesn't like Trump. Clint Eastwood. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Gene Simmons. I forgot Gene Simmons liked Trump. Yeah. He predicted a landslide for Trump in 2020. Yikes. Nick Mangold, the center for the, the New York Jets. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of famous Republicans though. They're reaching. They're like the Stacy Dash from uh, the Kanye West music Lewis. video. Oh man, bummer. Jerry Bruckheimer. That's a big get. Pearl Harbor, banger of a movie, a very underrated movie. Scott Baio. <laughs> There's like so many names. Oh, dude. Oh, Ted Nugent. Yeah, we knew that. Ted Nugent, but like that, his music rules. Like Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, I was gonna say his one song. It's like Stranglehold. That's it. Those two. Uh, no, there's some more. I don't even like Cat Scratch Fever. Really? Yeah, Stranglehold's sweet, but Cat Scratch Fever. Ted, we're gonna we're gonna do the Ted. Big Green Day guy. Yeah. Here we go. Um, Ted Nugent songs, Stranglehold, Cat Scratch Fever, Wango Tango, Free For All's Okay. Then uh, again, dude, just another drop. Great White see, Buffalo wasn't terrible. See, this is why I hate looking this stuff up because you know who's like a Trump guy? John Ratzenberger. Who's who's he? He was Cliff on Cheers, dude. Well, I mean, it seems like the like Cheers is probably the perfect spot for like that to happen. Whoa. Like Ted Danson is for sure like he's chaotic neutral, and then you've got like Diane who's definitely a liberal, and she's like one of those like bleeding heart, just like super annoying liberals. Yeah. And then you have to have Kelsey Grammer and uh Cliff on the other side. And then Norm, I, Norm is like the guy who's Norm's a libertarian. He was, yeah, he was. The, Norm's just trying to get a beer, and he's yeah. Like, he just wants to be left alone. Uh, Norm is the American people. Norm, that dude. That's that's the name of. There's a rule. That's the name <laughs> of this episode. Norm is the American people, dude. <laughs> I don't think that cut deep for me. I know, I know you were just making a statement, but I was like, wow, Ray really struck a chord. Hey man, it's every once in a while you're like you're working towards it, but and it doesn't like you know what I mean where you it just like doesn't come or you're like forcing it. And I was starting to kind of maybe panic a little bit, and I was like, you know, I don't think we've then, come up with a rule yet. And then it just happens. Yeah, and then you pop a few working bits, and ba ba. That's not the sound I make. That's the sound I make. But you get it. Yeah, working bits kind of, I think that bit kind of hasn't worked as well as we thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 
so me and anthony savat have like a group chat or like have a just like a chat it like for like a facebook chat that like we text each other through like we don't text each other like adults um but uh we will like talk all the time and it's like we call it the doomsday chat so like if any of that goes public we're like ruined but like he texted me last night and he's like i got a new like i was telling him you need to get a new hobby versus like picking on people on facebook all the time he goes i got a new hobby or i'll break it down um well, basically, it's a long buildup to me, like him being like, I didn't even hear that Rush Limbaugh died. And I was like, all right, man, this bit sucks. And like, that's just where we left it. Like, I was just like, this is the worst bit. <laughs> and then he like texted me today and he's like, I don't know why this made me laugh for multiple <laughs> hours. Dude, I think everybody has like a dumb group text or inside jokes that make, but they're, they're not funny, but they're funny. Oh, it's 100% funny. And it's like those things, <laughs> <laughs> like it's... No, it's, it's very funny, but it's, like, stuff that, like, it's funny because you know you're not supposed to say it. It's, like, it's that group chat. It's, like, being in, it's in junior high again where you're, like, this is stupid or, like, this is Hillary Duff or, like, this is, like, you, is like, it? you just, you just say, like, things you know you're not supposed to say but are still funny and, like, you trust, like, a few people that have that side of you. That's fair. I feel like those, like once you get to know your friends too, you're like they'll get this bit. Like if I ran it with strangers, they wouldn't get. This yeah, bit. like if I went up on stage and said anything that's in that that chat with Sam, <laughs> like one, it's not funny to anybody but me and him because we have like years of history together, and like we know like the niches that will get us. And two, like it's just like foul half the time. Like I don't even know. Like just like. Again, I think it's funny. I know it's wrong. But, like, remember when people were talking about, like, if you say Kamala Harris's name wrong, you were racist? So, like, if you said Kamala Harris and not Kamala Harris, and I said the new 2021 Camry Harris, and just, like, <laughs> like it's just, like, like, it's not on paper it's not funny but when you like explain it and you're just like and you have like that background you're like all right that's objectively funny but you can't go on stage and be like do you know who i don't like that 2021 camry harris and you're like all right this guy's a fucking loser it's like but as a throwaway bit it's funny oh yeah it's it's funny yeah. to say in a podcast or like in a text message oh i just realized if i talk in the side of the mic it's way better than if i am where i am Dude, I 100% have told you that before, and well, I'm not teaching how to use microphones again. <laughs> Does this sound better? Yes. <laughs> I've been I've been telling you. I thought we were on the same page that you were talking into the side of the microphone. Yeah, now we are. Well, it's right. got the baffle on it, so you can't. But that's just why in, you set it up pointing towards you just in at time, all times so you know where it is. Just in time to sign off. Yeah, just in time for the end. Um, is there anything that you need to promote? Do you have one of those Windsor shows coming up soon? What? Oh, Winchester. Oh, February. That's the Winchester. Now. February twenty sixth at the Winchester. Be there or be square. Um, I don't know why I called it the Windsor. What bar is the Windsor? I think that's a bar oh, in fucking um in Michigan that I did a show at. Um, I don't know why that came up. Yeah, I don't um, think it's a real bar. Windsor Casino. It's a casino. That's it. It's a town in Canada. Yeah. Um, shout out to Windsor. Um, shout out to grandparents that go there. I like Canada. I, I don't know. We'll do Canada a different episode. <laughs> um, 
right. I don't know. Okay. Buy my dumb shirts uh, through my website if you want a dumb shirt. Um, if anybody wants a sticker, I bought a whole bunch of stickers. Uh, just let me know, and I will uh, send one to you. I just need your address. Um, so there's that. But anything else that you need to... Uh... I'm about to head out and go to a show. Where are you, what are you doing? I'm not doing it. I'm just going to go to the funny stuff and hang out. That's smart. Maybe I, it's like the co-feature contest, and I've just been messaging in the group today, acting like I'm on it tonight, and they mixed up the names. <laughs> that's funny. And nobody. That's a. That's a funny, funny bit. Anyone but me. <laughs> that's a funny bit. Like that's 100. Like, like are we supposed to? Because those guys too won't just be like, "Hey, you fuckhead!" Like it's not your night. Yeah. Like they won't just like tell you. Like they're all worried about hurting people's feelings. Well, Bill, Bill, Bill Stone's running it, and he's like, he's like, "No, it's correct." I was like, "Please check," and he's like, "No, it's, I checked. It's correct." And I was like, "Please check again." <laughs> I could not endorse this anymore, <laughs> knowing that, that you've been fucking him. Like you've been terrorizing poor Bill Stone. <laughs> All right, but, we're gonna stop recording. Um, okay. Actually, we're just gonna end the whole thing because I still have to go do yogitation. That's why I'm a little edgy. I haven't had my uh, my calm down period, so I will do that. Get this posted, and I will talk to you later. All right, see you, though. Bye. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode, uh, the things that we cut out, the good stuff that we uh, saved for our strangers, and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh, live and in-person ad-free with no edits at all, patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R.